What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 93. Today with my guest, Brendan Clark, from the Baltimore area band Old Eastern. They have a new album out called On the Rocks, and their song Anna Lee is featured on this episode. I would say their sound is uh, more or less blues rock. They describe it as whiskey rock, um, if you like it. You can definitely go find them wherever you like to listen to music. But uh, yeah, Brennan and I had a pretty fun conversation about what the band has been up to over the years and the recording process for the latest album. It also turns out that the band has their own beer uh, brewed by Mobtown Brewing. Sounds like it's uh, a sour, which might still be out there and available. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And uh, you can find Old Eastern on any of their socials and keep tabs on their upcoming dates. I believe their next show in the city is at Full Tilt Brewing on November 13th. And I think they have a big show at The Wrecker as well with Will Sims in December. But yeah, hopefully you yourself are doing all right out there. Staying sane, staying positive, maybe playing a few shows, stuff like that. I'll be playing up at Steinhardt Brewing in Frederick this Friday with the Big Laird Band. Um, if you're listening to this and you have any new music coming out yourself, feel free to send it. Uh, I'm always checking new stuff out. But uh, regardless, thanks for supporting local music. We all definitely appreciate it. And uh, you can drop a subscription on this podcast if you feel so inclined. And lastly, uh, this podcast is now partially brought to you by the Music Video Accelerator course which teaches you how to make your own professional level music videos like Boyce Avenue or Tyler Ward without spending a ton on gear. And it's the first course of its kind that specifically teaches you how to shoot on your iPhone. So you can find more at the link in the episode notes and get a discount through it if you so choose. But yeah, uh, without really uh, too much further ado here, get to the interview with Brendan from Old Eastern. Send the message. Uh, just trying to talk about it. <laughs> got the yeah, time, I've got the words. Yeah, no. I mean, that's what this type of stuff's for. Um, I was listening to it earlier uh, throughout the day. It's pretty good stuff. Kind of up my alley. It's kind of you know a little rock and roll, a little folky, a little southerny. I don't. I don't know exactly how to describe it. Did remind me a little bit of uh, some of the soundtrack in uh, A Star Is Born when like. Oh. Uh, Huh. I haven't thought of that. I, 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 I'm not gonna, I haven't seen that all the way through, but I know that the soundtrack mm-hmm. is, is really good. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know all the bands that were involved with it. I mean, obviously, Lady Gaga 
uh, did her thing. But then, like, Jason Isabel did some songs and either had Bradley Cooper sing them. And then there was, like, another band involved, I think. But uh, anyway, it's kind of that uh, rock kind of bluesy feel. So it's cool. It's definitely up my alley. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going for. Uh, trying to kind of coin the term whiskey rock almost yeah. sarcastically. That's uh, kind of the yeah. hashtag we've been using. So. Makes sense. Um, I like the skateboard in the background. I don't know if you Yeah, I saw you got the pit crew but... sticker back there too. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I figured we might we might get along on on that yeah. front. Yeah, that's Especially... from uh, Scott back in Salisbury, where I'm from. Uh, okay. He does. Uh, it's called Lurking Class Skate Shop. Shout out! They uh, do most of their shop decks are like uh, like for a social justice charity. Gotcha. So I've got that one. Got one over there for Pride Month. So try to, nice. try to put them up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, pit crew. That was uh, one of the many local. I don't know. Best places, rest in peace. Um, yeah. <laughs> for many years, Pit Crew was, was definitely the spot if you could make it out there to Frederick. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I guess you're the front man or are you somebody uh, else? No, I'm just the bassist. Whenever somebody asks oh. a question, I'm just the bassist, but uh, I, I do try to so. contribute my fair share. Uh, yeah. But, um, That's interesting. Played- it's kind of, kind of rare, normally. <laughs> Normally with these sorts of things, like people, I don't know, it's usually either the singer or guitar player. Although I've, yeah. I've had full bands on before, too. Oh, cool. So. Yeah. But, uh, on, on the record, I did all the bass, uh, trumpet, and some of the lead guitar. So nice. Kind of so trade it off a little bit. Yeah, you're kind of the, the musical um, jack-of-all-trades, maybe, or do you really uh, do you specialize in, in one, would you say? Uh, I think my best thing is probably bass. Um, yeah. Like a lot of folks, I started on guitar, and uh, I kind of learned bass out of necessity. But mm-hmm. um, I've always kind of approached it like I'm I'm writing bass lines about bass lines. Like yeah. A bassist yeah. would do this here, so I'm not gonna you know follow that. that yeah. And, uh, uh, bigger philosophy with it is music about music. You can't take yeah. yourself too serious. No, no, definitely can't do that. It uh, never ends up very much fun when people do that, usually. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to kind of ask you about uh, the band. Usually it's like whatever you think uh, your friends or your family or your fans might uh, get a kick out of. But, um, you know, mostly I imagine you just want to talk about the uh, the latest and greatest here, which is um, the album, uh, yeah. I would think, right? Yeah. Um, I know uh, you had sent me, um, what was that? It was uh, the Anna song, uh, Anna Lee, mm-hmm. um, which had a little bit different feel than some of your other ones. There's a little more like texture to that. Um, is there a song in particular you felt like either you had a, a big uh, fingerprint on or that's just special to you in one way or another? Um, yeah, there's there's a few. Let me, let me take a look. Um Probably uh, Anna's the one we're pushing the hardest because um, that one started very different. I think it's had like three different iterations. Like it yeah. went from like just like a straight up kind of metal song mm-hmm. and uh, but not good metal, really. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It was a lot heavier. And then one day, um, Mike, uh, the drummer, also known as Cuddy So Cold, 
started playing this like Stevie Wonder beat to it, and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that's the song now. It wrote itself. Great. Yeah, uh, it's probably our favorite now. Um, other than that, maybe Alice, which I believe is the third track on it. Um, that one has that we just labeled it Nickelback song, like <laughs> not in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Um, until we started thinking about it, and uh, my bass part was sort of mocking uh, the guitar part that we thought sounded like Nickelback. Um, and then we sort of uh, juxtaposed that with on drums. Mike was playing more of like a. Uh, we do a couple of um, uh, Bill Withers songs, so he's trying to kind of emulate that feel while I'm playing that uh, the bass line and kind of melded into something we really liked. So that's probably the second favorite on the album. Yeah, it's kind of curious about that Delirium Tremens song. It's like, hmm, thought kind of stood out to me, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that, love that one. That's actually a uh, Edgar Allan Poe reference as a Baltimore gotcha. band. Uh, there's a lot of Poe references on the album. Um, Interesting. And, uh, Nick, the the singer, you know, wrote, wrote most of the lyrics and you know, all the content for that. Um, took a lot of inspiration from uh, from Edgar Allan Poe. That one is actually about the night that he. I think it's about the night that he died uh, oh, from okay. delirium tremens. So he paid homage. Yeah. It gets yeah. you. Yeah, you got to watch <laughs> out for that. Um, yeah, so I guess the uh, the general feel of the band is kind of blues rock or whiskey rock, as we're, we're calling it. Yeah. I don't know, without necessarily being the uh, the lead songwriter, if you have a simple answer, but like, what do you feel like the mission statement is of your band? Like... Is it just the the poetry side of things, like the Edgar Allan Poe? Um, we're trying to like capture something in particular. I mean, I know I've kind of read your your bio on the on the thing, <laughs> but I guess I was just listening to the lyrics and stuff like that, and just trying to trying to get a feel of like the common thread, maybe of uh, of the message, or maybe there kind of isn't one. I, I don't know. Yeah, there's probably a, probably a few answers to that question. Um, from my contribution to the album, um, I don't know. I guess I might be the most type A in the band, so I'm always yeah. trying to sort of package something and what is the point of this song. And yeah. the points that I was trying to make um, were to do like bar-friendly uh, blues rock type of music, but kind of get it out of that uh, out of that that mud basically. Not that yeah. uh, blues rock is muddy, but there's a there's a lot of it kind of want to stand out i wanted to do something that's different enough to kind of grab your ear but it isn't so like avant-garde that it turns into nothing you know what i mean um so i think we did kind of meet somewhere in the middle between those two things like we we do a lot of uh we play three hours usually when we gig so it's a lot of covers but when we do the originals it isn't like oh okay now they're doing their songs um it, it kind of slaps uh like yeah. <laughs> like uh like the covers do like probably the, the most uh one of we had most fun with last weekend was uh uh foo fighters uh what is it uh it's in drop d uh i'm blanking ever long ever long yeah that's the yeah. one and everybody knows that we do that and then we do an original and, and it just flows yeah. so well so that was my mission statement at the start of this i think the rest of the band would agree with that yeah, might have other nuances to the answer, but uh, that's uh, that's the no, goal. 
I mean, that makes sense. It seems like that's what a lot of people are trying to do that I talk to is, you know, you get, you got to get out there in order to get out there. Mm-hmm. Obviously you're going to be playing a lot of covers, especially if you're playing bars, um, as opposed to like, I don't know, the limited amount of original venues that are out there. So then, yeah, you put your own spin on it and, uh, kind of get the crowd amped up with, uh, you know, the, the standards and then, uh, hopefully they dig, uh, your originals too. But, um. Do you feel like you've gotten any uh, response from people either uh, online or uh, after shows maybe or just like any anything uh, that stands out there from the release? Well, uh, <laughs> we were playing something. We went to the bathroom. The guy next all over was humming one of our songs, which is always a good thing. Uh, <laughs> and, hey, uh, um, take it. Take what we can get, man. Um we have gotten some good comments. Uh, um, we did some like targeted marketing, uh, like in different yeah. areas, pretty much the whole English speaking world. Like, uh, now it is, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we've gotten a few funny ones. Uh, somebody just wrote crap on one of the, uh, one of the comments, which yeah. is one of our, our favorite comments. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, just some, some positivity, like some ran- random people in yeah. wherever will, will send you a message and say, Hey, we like this. Uh, and uh, if they have music, we'll kind of network that way. If not, you know, at least we, they, they like what they heard. So the feedback has yeah. been really positive recently. I think we we made vinyls. We've sold through about half of them. Um, I think probably three quarters of them at this point after last weekend. So. Yeah, that's always a good one to get if you can get the vinyl. I know that they've been backed up, uh, especially over like the past year. Um, but if you're yeah. able to get your, get your order in, I'm sure that uh, people will probably more inclined to buy those it seems like than uh, some of the other stuff it really uh, we kind of wrote it to be like two sides of an album um, like the, yeah. the feel on side one is different than the feel on side two and i think we we accomplished that goal um i i i think that the way it is intended to be listened to is you know it's a it's 43 minutes and a few few seconds um you know that's enough to kind of sit there and you know pour yourself pour yourself a beer and enjoy yourself yeah man that's definitely, definitely the idea. I miss, uh, I miss listening to records as much as I, I used to. I got into it, kind of felt like a hipster for a little bit there, but I, I still got a pretty good collection. Um, just from, I don't know, sometimes like yard sales and stuff. So oh yeah. I need to need to break them out once in a while. Um, I just found out my favorite band's record that I have is worth like three hundred bucks, and I'm oh, like, wow. damn, like I would never sell it, but I was just like, huh. That uh, appreciated quick. I mean, granted, you know, uh, unfortunately, dude's no longer alive. But uh, you know, nonetheless, they're a very no-name band, so I was surprised. What album is um, this? Uh, it's called Three Chord Circus by Mischief Brew, and okay. folk punk band from Philly. And like all their vinyl and generally all their merch is now like kind of sought after. No kidding. Um, since the band ended, so. Um, yeah, it was kind of random thought there, but, um, check that out. Never know. I guess when you, when you buy stuff like that, like, uh, how it's going to work out down the road. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, I guess uh, one thing I kind of wanted to ask you about is, uh, the flyer for, uh, the family reunion show, I guess you guys called it or friends and family reunion. And it it says first annual. And then you had like, I don't know, five or six bands on there. Um, 
So I guess we're just going to ask how that went and, and also just kind of what that is, if that's a bigger plan that you guys are working out more long term. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that's a, that's actually something I'm really excited about. We had a really good uh, summer concert series at Racers in Parkville. Um, mm. We ended up, we have a really good relationship with them because uh, during the shutdown, uh, they have like a massive backyard. Like yeah. we're talking like not six feet apart, like 10, 12 feet apart between tables. So they were able to like do stuff um, during the shutdown and you know, very safe, very secure and very good time. Um, so we had a really good relationship with them. And uh, we started playing there every, I think every second or third Sunday of the month, uh, from yeah. Mar- March or April up until October. And uh, we'd bring on like one of our friends bands uh, to play with us. So we'd do a set of like the covers, they'd do their set. Um, and then we'd end up probably mostly just playing our album, closing out the night. And it, it was rocking like like all of our friends came um the bands brought all their friends and it just turned into a really yeah. good thing so at the, the for the last one which was a few weekends ago um we decided to bring every band that had played with us over the year yeah so there were six or seven 45 minutes and everybody knows each other so it was kind of a good uh we called it the family reunion and it worked perfectly um, yeah and uh knock on wood hopefully we're going to do it uh i think starting next year i don't know if it's official yet but we'd, we'd love to have them to do that again um you know if not there you know it's it's just a great spot have you ever been over to over to racers uh just high tops in like that area uh, it's a very yeah. similar uh it's similar to high i i had never been there prior to i think november of last year and uh i'm gonna be a regular <laughs> even, <laughs> even though we're not playing <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that that's kind of just an interesting thing that uh, you guys are doing, but just bands, I feel like, should be doing is kind of like DIYing your own festival or get together, like whatever you want to call it. Like, um, I over the past couple of years, I've been trying to do, like, I would just say backyard parties, but, mm-hmm. you know, with the hope that um, eventually it can turn into something more if um, ever get the space and, uh, get the room, um, kind of did like a, like a 10 band mini festival this summer, if you want to call it that, um, I mean, whatever, you know, just get people together, but it seems like a good thing to kind of do and have some consistency with, because, you know, obviously it helps your band, but, uh, everybody wants to play and, you know, it's a good way to meet people and just kind of have a party, I guess, you know. I, I agree entirely. Like you just contributing to your kind of your own ecosystem. Like, uh, right. Yeah. Like so many friends that play and, um, I mean, we'll go up there, we'll play for three or four hours and, and great. But if there's a band to break it up that we're friends with, we're you know, pushing each other. And sometimes we fill on each other's songs. Um, camaraderie is great. We, you know, I'm real, yeah. real happy with the, uh, the you know, friends we've made along the way. And I think going into next year, it's just going to get bigger. Real excited for it. Yeah, it does definitely feel that way. I mean, obviously, we had a year off there or whatever, but um, everybody seems to be right back at it. And um, I know this summer was pretty productive, it felt like, for uh, people I know that play in music. Uh, it definitely feels like, you know, personally, I've started this podcast or whatever, so, you know, I only know more and more people. So it just feels like, you know, the connections are building and, and all that. And so 2022 is looking like it could be pretty busy. Um We'll see. Hopefully, I'll obviously drop you a line if I get up to anything that I'm, you know, working on. Of course, yeah. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, I think just anything that people can do, um, you know, even anybody listening to who's in a band, just start doing stuff like that. Cause you know, you, you just never know who you're going to meet and just how much it's going to grow or not. Maybe it won't, maybe it'll fail, but you know, <laughs> you, you might have a lot of fun. Just, hey, just if, if tried failure it. is getting to play a few gigs, I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, that, that year off, I literally sat there and I played like every single day. Like I got like I think I got better at my craft because yeah. of that. Just by being able to like instead of like playing your set and perfecting your set, I was trying all sorts of other stuff, and it kind of yeah. came through on the album. It was like we were ready to record it. I think March or April of 2020, and then yeah. with all the shows canceled, the studio was was shut down. Like. We couldn't we couldn't pay for it. We you couldn't even be in the building, so yeah. we, we kind of got back to it and just made it better. Like we were ready, but the extra six months really allowed us to perfect like the leads on it. Um, Nick spent a lot of time with the vocals. Like uh, he'd do something I thought it was perfect, and he'd say, oh, "I don't like it," and come back you know a month later, like, "Oh, I see what you meant." Now it's ten times better. Like uh, yeah, um, yeah, we, uh, we definitely took took our time to make everything just right. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, any any advantage you could take of, you know, the downtime, I know for me personally is kind of some of the tech stuff, I would say. I sort of started to dip my toes into the water of Ooh. just, you know, obviously the podcast is one of them. Although I, I guess technically it started the podcast like two weeks before the uh, shutdown happened. So that was like mm. a godsend. But, <laughs> um, you know, maybe I would have started it during uh, the thing as well. I, I don't know. But it worked out perfectly because it was just like, well, let's see. Nobody's touring. Nobody's playing. Um, who wants to talk? You know? Yeah. So like, uh, everybody's like working on recording probably at that time. Um, so I know like just getting a little bit more acclimated with just the basic stuff um, was kind of fun for me. Just getting the little DI thing even for my, for my Mac so I can, whenever I'm on my laptop anywhere, I can record basically whatever and send it to whoever and it's just easy and high quality too which is cool i didn't even know oh, yeah. you could do that so oh that's great i've gotten into that a little bit too i mean not terribly much just enough to be able to do like legit demos and show up to a studio and be like here's what i want it to sound like um you know mostly just a yeah. garage band nothing too fancy exactly it is a lot that's, to learn <laughs> that's what i'm using right now Hell yeah. Yeah. What you sipping on? Uh, only the finest. Uh, Narragansett. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Those are good. I, uh, it's like my favorite cheap beer. I recently found out it was a hipster beer, though. At least maybe in D.C., which I didn't know. But mm-hmm. I've, uh, had some family in Rhode Island, so, it, uh, I don't know. It's kind of always around. Yeah. I'll... I also recently kind of uh, mildly lifted the logo for a, a band uh, artwork thing, <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping that uh, that doesn't uh, backfire on me. I'm hoping uh, uh-huh. we'll Rhode see. Rhode Islanders, they they they're out for blood, man. They mean business. I mean, they either love it or or uh, I don't know. Just we'll see if Narragansett notices one day. I'm just like, well, <laughs> they're not famous enough to matter. So hopefully. <laughs> It'll work out. <laughs> no, those but, are good. Uh, if if they don't have Natty Bow, they have Narragansett. Or how, how do you pronounce it again? Did I get it right? Yeah, Narragansett. 
I guess. They're in Gansett. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think everybody in Baltimore kind of sticks to the bow or the natty light for the most part around here. Yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> natty lights, NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. And the Ravens, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but uh, we're looking good other than that. Yeah, I heard about that one. Heard it was a, a doozy. But I grew up a, a Skins fan anyway. Uh, so I uh, I still brood for the Ravens. I just I don't know. I got I got both feet in on both sides of the Beltway. Maybe I, I don't know. Yeah, we talked to a lot of people like that. It's like for so long, like Baltimore didn't have a team, and then yeah, most people went went with Washington. But, yeah, I, I go where the party is, man. And, uh, <laughs> let's, let's just say that uh, <laughs> that Baltimore's won <laughs> in my lifetime, and. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, Caps finally won though. That was that's really my my major thing. So, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, is there stuff that you're kind of interested in uh, outside of music that you feel like be fun to to bring up? Maybe it influences music. Like I know a lot of times work influences music, but sometimes there's other aspects of life. Like I don't know, a hobby or uh, or whatever. Like I don't know. Yeah, good question. Um. I, I get a lot of influence from uh, just like listening to people's uh, speech patterns. So like it's it yeah. might be a little weird, but if I'm in public and I hear somebody say something like a certain way or like um, just they have like a funny colloquialism or something, I always jot it down in my phone. So I have like years worth of notes and it just sounds like gibberish. Nice. But like if they have like an interesting way of saying it, I kind of like tap it out and then it turns into a melody or like a bass line. Um, yeah. So I'm always listening. <laughs> that, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I haven't heard that before. It's like you're phonetically, I don't know, uh, melding something like that together. It's, uh, yeah. it's an interesting idea. Like the um, one, one song on the album, Hell or High Water, um, with writing the, uh, the lyrics to it, uh, Nick took a lot of influence. Uh, we were talking about this from like watching the news how they always say something like they always have like, well, at the end of the day, or they'll yeah. say something, just have all these stupid colloquialisms that just are just yeah. played out. So we kind of wrote around that. Um, and then the, uh, the, the breakdown in that song is from uh, a speech by, I uh, can't remember the guy's name, nobody important, but uh, yeah. it, it'll, uh, it, it kind of thumps to the way that he was uh talking it's like da 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 it's, it's huh. more like blah 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 like like most yeah. uh, most people you hear so that's where i got the idea for that from um and then um yeah just at least i like, kind of listen to the way people say things and it turns into bass lines yeah it's it's funny uh one of the bands who i met through this uh, they're called weather aims in uh catonsville mm-hmm. and uh and Matt, uh, their singer, he's like, yeah, he does the same thing you're talking about, just like jots down uh, occasionally something that sticks out that people said in the bar or, or whatever. And um, I'm trying to remember the lyric specifically, I think, in his song, but it, it was pretty good. It was like, uh, drink coffee in the morning, smoking dope in the afternoon, and the powder in the evening till I'm singing out of tune. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said, like, just the, the owner of the bar or something had said that. Like, while he was there, and he's like, well, I think I'm going to have to turn that into a song. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's kind of funny. 
It sounds like uh, this band I've been into called the Viagra Boys. Have you heard them? Oh, well, just based on that name, it sounds like I need to uh, give them a follow. Yeah, definitely. I don't know their full backstory, but their their uh, lyrics are great. Like exactly what you'd expect. <laughs> <laughs> he's got one. Yeah. Uh, was it? He's just like getting high in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Off. Yeah, they're funny as hell. Is it like country or something? Um, no, nah, it's it's kind of like like heavy blues rock, but um, real yeah. abrasive. I think that they have a few like making fun of country songs for back oh, to music. Okay. About yeah. Um, I, I don't know the full story, but I, I know the singers from California, but he like moved to Sweden or some, I think Sweden and the rest mm. of the band is Swedish. Um, Interesting. Uh, their, their videos are great. Uh, <laughs> I can only imagine. I can't. Don't, um, don't know if they're safe for work, but yeah, probably not. But, uh, huh? Who cares, man? No one's working these days anyway. No. <laughs> yeah. Work sucks, that's for sure. Yeah. Gotta do it. DI boxes aren't free. No. No, they are not. But at least you guys have a few cover gigs. So you're making some money at uh, while you play instead of, uh, I don't know, playing for nothing or whatever. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, we're playing um, next week in Pennsylvania. We're playing at... Uh, Levity Brewing in Altoona. So Altoona. Yeah, it's uh it's uh, probably maybe maybe two hours. It's sort of middle of the state, Pennsylvania. Um yeah, sounds like it, it might was, be out there a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit out there, yeah. Uh <laughs> it's great though. It's it's actually like yeah. a train junction. So I think like way back when they were like expanding, Altoona was like a juncture. Um so huh. it's just a lot of a lot of really cool like uh like just stonework stuff out there. Yeah. Like, uh, town's like kind of on a big hill and, uh, I'd never been there prior to playing, but I've actually really grown to, to like Altoona. Like I'm yeah. staying out there in an Airbnb for a few days. Nice. Um, just kind of, kind of soak it in a little bit. The, the beautiful fall weather out there. Like, yeah, the leaves will give you something to sing about, I guess. It's, yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it's cool when you find those little nooks and crannies in those towns. They're like, I don't know. There's just something quaint about them where it's just like, I don't know, peaceful, I guess. Yeah. That, that's where we wrote the album. Molly, our uh, our sound engineer, her family has a hunting cabin out there. Yeah. And uh, I guess they don't they don't hunt too much anymore, so we get to use it as like, uh, kind of go out there and write and, and play. That's awesome. You go out in the front deck and be as loud as you want. Like, there's nobody for yeah. miles. Occasionally you hear gunshots. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, as long as they're not coming towards you, <laughs> you're probably good. Yeah, that's well, cool. You guys are able to do that. I mean, are the rest of the members of the band kind of the same age, same life stage, same? I don't know something that allows you guys to do that. Like, um, are you guys all? Uh, well, I imagine you're not all single, but I, you know, I don't know how old you guys are. Uh, well, I'm the youngest in the band by five years. Okay. Um, I have to tell you, me and Nick have this uh, December 12th, and uh, he was born five years before me. Yeah. Um, but we're all kind of on the same, uh, same. yeah, this is a job. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a hobby, but uh, it's a job, and we're playing enough that it is, you know, it has legs. Um, yeah. So we treat it as a job. Um, we play pretty much every weekend. You know, recently, it's been twice a weekend. Uh, uh, 
Um, I think we're slowing down a little bit in December and January, but other than that, you know, it's yeah, of course. One, one day will be a, a career, uh, we're sure. And uh, yeah, you, you kind of got to dress for the job that you want. You know, if that means playing in Altoona, and then we're playing mm-hmm. in New York City in November. Oh, nice. It, it is a little bit of a, a struggle balancing, you know, your, your day job and your you know, your family life and everything. But uh, I think we've all kind of, uh, I don't want to say perfected it because you never do perfect that, I don't think. But yeah. um, it's, as, it's as good as it can be with what we have. I'm really proud that, you know, we've survived so many years of pandemic, uh, you know, lineup changes. How many years have uh, you guys? For the moment, never... with that? How many years have you guys uh, been together? Uh, so this incarnation, about five years. I joined in 2015 because uh, Nick, the, the singer, had started it in 2010, I believe. Uh, but it's like it changed. The sound was different, different members, different ideas going on. With the current okay. uh, idea, basically the album sound, that's that's been going on for about five years. Uh, um, yeah, like... Uh... Because your Spotify only goes back to like 2017, I think. Yeah, that was when we did the EP. Um, which, uh, yeah, that that was kind of the song. I, I came in as those songs were being written or, or finalized. Oh. Um, is the uh, is the cabin on the cover of Mud Dog? It is. It, yes. All right. Figure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's Looks a like good favorite. spot. <laughs> It's uh, it's a song about crocodiles. Apparently, uh, uh, Terry um, he plays guitar, sings backup and flute and harmonica on the album. Uh, heard a guy from Louisiana say "Mud Dog" and thought it was cool, so made a song around it. And yeah. uh, I actually looked them up, and that's the name of uh, uh, Adam Sandler's team in The Water Boy, the Mud Dogs. Yeah, it's, it's like true. Some Louisiana State University or something, yeah. and. Uh, Fictional, fictional university. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's cool, man. It seems like you guys have a good thing go, uh, going, like good camaraderie. And, you know, there's a, there's a track record to it all and stuff like that. So yeah. hopefully, you know, New York City gig goes good. Like, uh, that's definitely cool getting up that way. And um, I'm sure, you know, like I said, summer coming around, probably pick up more steam as it is. So um is there anything else that we should probably like mention just kind of on the on the notes of uh the latest and greatest what's oh, yes. coming out or, or whatever well we have well, merchandising um okay mob town was kind enough to make us a beer for our album release that's awesome and it is it's titled uh old eastern and mob town present old eastern's old-fashioned all-purpose miracle elixir it's wow. a Sour India Pale Ale fermented on sweet dark cherries, black currants, and blackberries. It's a hell of a beer right there. Yeah, it's. Are they still brewing it? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's I've seen it on tap, which is crazy to me. Like to see, like, I I guess it's. uh, I was in the liquor store yesterday, after the game, drowning my sorrows, and I picked (laughs) up a four pack of like my band's beer. (laughs) Like it's. uh, That's amazing surreal <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully uh they they keep it brewing keep it around for a little while yeah it's it's got um it's it's kind of it's not like a lot of sours turn into like fruit juice and this one doesn't yeah 
It's yeah, got so... enough of IPA blood in it, but you could still make a smoothie out of it. I know people that have uh, made smoothies out of this. Mm. Crush up some ice and uh, on a hot day, it's it's uh, yeah. refreshing. <laughs> I can't say, I can't say I've had too many sour IPAs, but I'm uh, definitely intrigued, and I'll definitely keep an eye out for it. Um, I'm definitely a bit of a brewery snob or, or whatever you want to call it, uh, one way or the oh, other. Yeah. Just definitely, definitely known to haunt one time every once in a while. So <laughs> that's cool. That's exactly what we're going for is, uh, like most of the summer it was brewery gigs. Um, yeah, it just goes over really well there. Like people who look, seek out good beer, seek out music. Um, yeah. So it's kind of a shoe in, you know, we're all, no, we're all it, beer snobs. <laughs> it, it seems like the brewery ecosystem could, I mean, you could probably book a tour like a hundred times over around the country, just at hitting different breweries every time. If, if you wanted, I mean, a lot of them have music, obviously, but oh, yeah. there's just, there's always more of them every 10 minutes. There's an, another one and another square mile somewhere else. In the earth. It's like, yeah. Um, Frederick's crazy. It's like a brewery across the street from a brewery across the street from another one. You know what I mean? They're just, Oh yeah. They're, they're everywhere. We've been dying to get out there to play in Frederick. It's, uh, it's been so long. Just had, stars haven't aligned yet, but uh, I know that it's just like you said, it's a great brewery town. Yeah. Uh, well, we can maybe text after. I might be able to swap uh, breweries with you or something. Swap contacts. Oh, okay. so, yeah, that'd be great. Um, that way. Yeah. And uh, another um, note would be the uh, we're doing a big show at the Wrecker in Towson. Oh, uh, awesome! Remodeled it, re- redid everything. Uh, yeah. December eleventh. So, um, to, to everybody who's listening, it'll be a great show. Will Sims is releasing his album at that. Uh, okay. Check Will out. Uh, He's uh, been on here. In the past. Oh, yes. Great. Yep. Little man. He, yep. he was actually at our last little like house party, farm party thing that we did. Oh, okay. So, was that with, uh, was Hollowed Sky playing too? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steven... Uh, plays in Bootleggers and Baptists, and we played with them on Saturday at Mobtown. Small. Oh, okay. Town. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Might have to come out for that gig. Yeah. So uh, people can find your gigs, obviously, following you on, you know, the normal places. I imagine Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yep. I will uh, definitely try to add that in there in the episode, so people can kind of maybe click on it or or whatever. But uh, I imagine people who listen to this uh, probably already kind of <laughs> know who you are. Um, there may be so, a few regular listeners of the podcast itself who may not. But uh, either way, I figure you never know, man. Just a, a little bit more exposure. And, uh, it always adds up in the long run, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Well, we, can, we can convert one heart. We've done our job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so you may have already sent it to me. Um, I believe you sent Anna uh, over that song, uh, Anna Lee over. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the song that uh, I guess I'll feature on this episode. Beautiful. All right, cool. Just double checking in case there was, I don't know, something else I'm supposed to put on here. But for everybody listening, they'll be able to uh, hear it at the end of the episode and at the uh, at the beginning. So, perfect. Hopefully, make a couple new fans and uh, and yeah, uh, be on the lookout for you 
in uh well i was gonna say next summer but obviously you guys are pretty steady so wherever yep. maybe a mob maybe a mob town um yeah we'll see it's a great spot i can walk to it so no funny no. business <laughs> i can roll down the hill if i need to perfect yeah it's awesome it's like halloween night or ish basically so that snuck up on us like uh we're, we're yeah. playing in, in pennsylvania and we realized like they're having a halloween costume contest we gotta we gotta participate yeah uh, can't come come from out of town and not play ball you know nah man <laughs> i used i used to be in a guns and roses tribute which is <laughs> like great on halloween but kind of awkward the rest of the year. <laughs> it's like, guys, I kind of just wanted to do this for like, uh, you know, kind of the Halloween thing, but we we ended up taking it and running with it a little farther. So, GNR, it's um, a lifestyle. Yeah, it's definitely something. Don't know. <laughs> it's that's uh, yeah. But anyway, it must have been we'll... a or like at least uh, like. A resume builder that must have been a lot of fun uh people get yeah i mean it it, it would it definitely like uh i don't know it booked itself it, it definitely uh, <laughs> definitely was a good time sometimes too good of a time maybe i don't, I don't know but um i i was slash so you know um it's kind of kind of easy to take the kind of taking the personality uh too far <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're not getting phone calls from slash like but yeah dude hopefully uh hopefully you have a good uh good night here and um we'll keep in touch and i'll let you know when uh, i can get this thing out probably like a week or two yeah man L let me know if you need anything from us um i think i sent you all the links um so if you have any we have some photos up if you need anything else just uh, be in touch happy to help cool man all right, dude. Well, nice talking to you, and hopefully we'll meet in uh, real life one of these days. Peace out, brother. Thanks again. All right, dude. See you. So, yeah, I want to thank Brendan for coming on the show, and thank you for listening. If you made it this far, the song you're hearing in the background is called Anna Lee, and you can definitely find it on Spotify or wherever you like listening to music. See you next week.
can't stay here all your life That nine to five that suck you dry And prison in your strife Turn your back on all the steps 